0: It's Tuesday, the 14th of February, 2023. Welcome to The Fast Five by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean five stories today 5 minutes let's jump straight into it we've got a big one to start with story number 1 the federal government is under pressure over its border protection policy after abolishing temporary protection visas which the opposition says could trigger a surge in asylum seeker boats
1: yes labor promised before last year's election to abolish temporary protection visas and now they've done so around 19,000 refugees who have been in australia for up to 10 years will be able to apply for a newly created permanent residency visa with family reunion rights and a path to citizenship from today. Now the road government abolished temporary protection visas back in 2008 they were reintroduced by the coalition it was one of the three pillars the coalition had Temporary protection visas was one. The other two were boat turnbacks and offshore processing. Now, the Albanese government supports boat turnbacks and offshore processing, but not temporary protection visas. Dan Tehan, the opposition spokesperson for immigration, yesterday was out saying that this could revive people smuggling. Let's hope not. Also yesterday, it was the 15th anniversary of the Apology to the Stolen Generation Plenty of discussion in the House. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese called it his proudest moment in the chamber. Opposition leader Peter Dutton apologised for choosing not to attend back in 2008, saying back then he failed to grasp the symbolic significance of the apology. The banks are also feeling political heat. Yesterday, the Commonwealth Bank said it would pause any regional bank branch closures. While a parliamentary inquiry is held later this year, the inquiry is responding to the announced closure of more than 80 branches in cities and regions since September last year. And finally, a new report. We haven't seen it, but apparently it has put the whole idea of the inland rail, which goes from Brisbane to Melbourne, in doubt. Yeah,
0: there's lots going on in politics. On to story number two, Sean, and a bit of good news for shoppers from JB Hi-Fi's half-year result yesterday. The retailer expects to discount more products. It does come with some bad news, though, Sean. It's going to do so because it
1: expects the economy to slow. Yes, and that was enough to send JB's share price down 5% yesterday. Boss Terry Smart said it was inevitable that there'll be more discounting across the industry as cost of living pressures build. That'll hit profit margins. The good news, though, is that the supply chain issues of the past couple of years seem to have almost disappeared, which of course, as to competition in itself. Overall, sales in January slowed somewhat after a pretty good six months to the end of December. Overall pre-tax profit was up 15% and the group lifted its dividend by 20%.
0: Sure. And story number three clearly, it is early in the profit season and cost of living pressures are already kind of shining through, but not at Endeavour Group, it seems. There's little sign of slowdown at its 1,700 bottle shops and near 350 pubs.
1: Recession proof, I'd say. Now, the chief executive of Endeavour, Steve Donahue, said as much yesterday. He said trading hadn't slipped in the first five weeks of this year, adding that pubs offer good value. He said post-lockdowns, people were back in fine fettle. They are inherently social. He said alcohol was like the fashion industry and one of the star performers now is Suntory 196. Michael, I had to admit, I had no idea what it was. Well, it didn't exist two years ago, so I won't be alone. Vodka, soda, lemon, and a fermented liquor called Sochu. There you go. Overall profit at Endeavour last half year was up 17% thanks to people returning to pubs post-COVID. While there has been a rise in beer excise, Endeavour doesn't intend to change prices. People will be happy about that. One thing that didn't do so well is Endeavour's liquor retailing arm. That's the 262 Dan Murphy outlets and 1,434 BWS stores. They haven't fared as well from the end of the lockdowns.
0: I love the CEO's comment that people are inherently social. He's clearly never met me before. I'm inherent. <laughs> I'm inherently a hermit. So <laughs> True. I think I might be the outlier on this one, Sean. Story number four, the biggest investors in the country are the superannuation funds and where they actually put their money can move share prices. Research released yesterday shows that BHP is the number one holding of the country's
1: largest 16 super funds. And in terms of offshore companies, it's Microsoft. Now, research by the Association of Superannuation Funds of Australia and National Australia Bank show the portfolio details of the country's largest default super options. That's about $890 billion there. After BHP comes CSL, Commonwealth National Australia Bank Macquarie, then Woodside Westpac, ANZ, Woolies, and Wes Farmers. Away from the ASX, Microsoft, we know, Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, Visa, United Health, Meta, Tencent, and Tesla. Comes in at number 10. These funds move markets. So what they invest in matters. Interesting that we can now see it. Indeed. And story number
0: five Sean, the Super Bowl between the Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia Eagles came down to the final minute with the Chiefs winning. But the big news, at least for a business podcast, came out of
1: the ads that run during the game. They are ridiculously expensive, and crypto ads, which were prevalent last year, were nowhere to be seen yesterday. In fact, last year, crypto companies spent $39 million US dollars buying Super Bowl spots, according to Kantar, and $0 this year. Amazing. Instead, there were beer ads, movie ads, chip ads, celebrity cameos, quite a few of those, and a couple of surprise ads promoting Jesus Christ with the tagline, He gets us. Hmm. What was your favorite ad, Michael. Uh, It was
0: the software company that used all the rock stars like Kiss and Ozzy Osbourne to encourage people not to use the term rock star at work.
1: Uh, I like the GM one.
0: Oh, that was a cracker, wasn't it? Mm. All right, there we go. The top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Tuesday, the 14th of February, 2023. Remember to hit follow on the podcast. And if five minutes isn't enough, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. Have a great day.